Hey everybody, C-Note here and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like a hot bowl of pasta. Spicy. And fattening. <laughs> I'm currently making pasta and I figure, hey, I was going to record something, might as well do it now. So there's going to be noises. <laughs> but basically, I wanted to do a show today and this is going to be the Friday show. The Friday show is going to be a little bit more relaxed, I guess you could say. Um, one where I just kind of pick a topic and talk about it for a little while, which is like pretty much my format ever. But, um, you know, it might be in the middle of my day when I'm doing things, whereas the Monday show might be a little bit more buttoned up. I'll probably try to do a little bit more research for those episodes and, um, you know, uh, maybe have guests on for those. But Friday is definitely more relaxed. So, but today I wanted to talk about, um, not feeling like you're not doing enough, which is kind of a topic that I've experienced my entire life, which I think a lot of people have experienced. Um, and lately I've experienced that in the, in, in the sense that oh, I'm going to open a jar. Oh. <laughs> uh, lately I've experienced that in the sense that I am kind of still getting acclimated to like a new kind of life, a new life that is more supported and a life that isn't filled with as many obstacles as there used to be, but I'm still kind of acting as if the obstacles are still there. So that's kind of what I talk, what I want to talk about a little bit. Um, so yeah, let's roll the intro and then I'll talk for a while. Drums, please! <laughs> Welcome to the show. Today I want to talk about just not feeling like you're enough. Or feeling like, not that you're enough, but that you're doing enough. Um, and, and what does that really mean? What does doing enough really mean? Uh, most people talk about that in the context of like productivity, but I want to kind of introduce the thought of maybe I'm still making pasta, by the way, actually I'm done making pasta. I'm just scooping it into a bowl. Uh, introducing the concept that maybe doing enough also consists of taking care of yourself, that maybe there's a reframing that needs to happen where you need to consider taking care of yourself, going to the gym, going for a walk, going to get a haircut, uh, eating right, making yourself some food, stuff like that, as you know, a part of your checklist, a part of feeling like you're doing enough. You know, that, that going to the gym and getting some food, doing some grocery shopping, doing day-to-day -day stuff, or just living and existing various purpose, various reasons of that, other than just like sitting around and wasting time, I suppose. Um, could also be considered, you know, doing stuff. I'm going to rinse this real quick. Interactive podcasting. Not really interactive because you're just listening, but, <laughs> uh, you know, it's the, this is the reality TV kind of podcasting where my phone is just sitting on a thing. And, um, 
you know, now you're going to come with me because I have my pasta all sorts of ready. I'm not going to eat it while I'm talking to you, so don't worry. I'm not going to get all, nom, 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 nom. listen to my advice. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> no, this is going to be uh, me just, just getting my pasta all set so when I'm done, I can scarf it down. And I feel pretty accomplished. You know, I was starting to think about what can I do while I'm doing other things? You know, the, the concept of multitasking in a way, but also thinking about regular things in life and feeling certain senses of gratitude for just being able to do those things, you know? Um, I, I mean, I, for example, I went for a walk today. I, I got up, which is not something I do very much. Um, you know, I got up, I go, went for a walk, and on my way back, I saw a barber shop and I stopped and got my hair cut. Um, and grabbed a couple things at 7-Eleven, uh, you know, for, for the apartment. And I feel pretty good about that. I feel good about getting a couple things done. And, um, it gave me some time to think about stuff. You know, I, I listened to some of my own music and thought about what I want to do with that and thought about some of the podcasting and what I want to do with that and really helped me come up with this idea for doing the Friday show, which is just more relaxed and whatever. Um, so that, that's kind of a big thing for me is being able to reframe, um, uh, situations into positive ones. Uh, in this instance, you know, for me, I, I feel like I'm still unlearning a lot of things as it pertains to my divorce and my previous relationship, really previous relationships in my entire life. You know, my, my concept of my reality that I grew up in, you know, uh, I've always been a person that didn't really care about what other people thought, but I kind of have to sneak in there a little bit more. I feel like I need to stick my neck out, uh, in, in more cases just for the sake of, of, you know, enjoying new experiences and new people, which is what I've been doing with interviewing people. That's a way for me to stick my neck out and, um, get comfortable with people, um, and, and allow myself to open myself up to, to new situations. So I'm still unlearning all of these things that were, you know, I felt like I stopped myself, you know, with the depression and uh, my cyclothymia, there's a lot of feeling like a burden that happens. You know, you get in this loop, you start to feel like uh, your depression is a burden upon people and you don't want to express yourself. You don't want to go out into the world. You don't feel like anyone wants to hear it or be a part of it or be a part of you or hear what you have to say or be a part of you know, whatever it is you want to contribute to the world. And I have to unlearn that as a process for myself because I'm with someone that is very supportive now. And she's always telling me how great I am. And that's just amazing. It warms my heart. It, I feel like the Grinch whose heart grows three sizes, uh, whenever she says stuff like that. Um, but you know, she believes in me and she supports me and doesn't particularly expect things. I'm not naive in the sense that I'm aware that I still got to be a person and take care of myself and handle my shit. You know, I can't just allow myself to fall, fall apart. Uh, I don't think anyone has that level of patience to, to deal with anyone who, who isn't willing to help themselves in some sense. Um, but she's supportive in a way that is, uh, beyond anything that I've experienced so far. And that has really given me a new sense of life. Um, there are a lot of things I'm unpacking and I'm learning, and I feel like this next one is really allowing myself to both get out there into the world, 
do more things for myself, like get up and go for a walk and go to the gym or take care of myself in that way. And really not feel bad if there are days where I don't accomplish a million things. Because <laughs> I put a lot of, um, I, put, I put a lot on myself. I put a lot of expectation on myself and what I can accomplish or what I should accomplish or where I should be in life. And that's very counterintuitive to the advice that I give to people to, you know, not worry about that stuff. Uh, and I really need to follow my own advice in that sense. Um, which could be another, that could be another thing for the Friday podcast is just kind of like talking about me and where I'm at, I suppose. Uh, I don't know if you guys find that interesting, but if it is sure, I'll keep talking about it. (laughs) Um, you know, uh, in, in, but really the next step in my kind of personal journey is really allowing myself to get out of my own head and stop convincing myself to not to do the things that I want to do, which is something as simple as just putting on my shoes and going for a walk. Now, sometimes because of the depression, there's low energy and things are heavy and it's really, really hard, but it does involve a degree of push and force and, um, you know, kind of leaping over my logical part of my brain that is trying to convince me that it's too cold outside and I shouldn't go for a walk. Um, and in some, I mean, if it was like single digits, I definitely wouldn't go outside, but it's like 32 degrees. Like it's fine. I could deal with it. That's okay. Just put on an extra jacket. You could handle it. So I have to, I have to think logically because that's the way I think I'm more of a thinker, internal thinker. I have to think more logically towards my goal instead of away from my goal. I need to think more about how can I get to the thing that I want to get to and not think of excuses because it's easy. That's the tricky part of logic, right? That logic is not a truth. Logic is a method of getting to a truth. Logic is like people can convince themselves to feel good about a feeling, even if it's not something that helps them. You know, we could convince ourselves that, you know, it's for example, um, there's, you ever hear those like, um, uh, uh, there's a lot of female entrepreneurs or moms who always do the whole, like, Oh, I worked hard this week so I can have a glass of wine. I can have six glasses of wine (laughs) or something like that. Um, it's kind of a cliche example. Um, that might be a little bit hurtful. So I apologize. Um, really like anything to convince yourself that like, Oh, I can have another drink or, or, um, uh, God, why can't I think of something, uh, like eating a cake with fruit on it? Like, Oh, I'm getting some fruit, you know, like that sort of dissonance and trickery, you know, Uh, logic is involved in cognitive dissonance, you know, being able to convince ourselves or trick ourselves to believe something that isn't true, but it makes us feel better. Um, and I think for me, I have to recognize when I'm doing that, recognize that logic and my way of thinking isn't a means of truth, even if I believe that it's true, that I still need to kind of look for more data and look for more information and allow myself to move forward and grow in that sense. I hope I hope that makes sense. Um, so really, my biggest thing right now is allowing myself to get outside, allowing myself to start to find things to do in Rochester, which is where I'm at and find more people. Um, I don't need to be a social butterfly, but I need to 
I want to get back into improv. Like, that's fun. And I need to find that. I need to figure out where that is and what I can do and how I can get involved in that. The tricky part is money, too. And that's something that kind of holds me back from doing things sometimes. Like, I feel like everything involves money and I can't do anything. Um, And somehow I even convince myself that going for a walk is that, too. Like, I have to go somewhere. Like, I have to walk to Rite Aid or something and buy something and come back. (laughs) Which is silly, but that's usually how I've done it in the past. And that's just kind of not, uh, conducive to the way life is right now, uh, where I need to pinch, pinch, penny, pinch pennies a little bit more pinch pennies, pinch pennies, pinch, 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 um, uh, so I don't know, as you can tell, I'm just flying off the seat of my pants here, but I feel good about a lot of other things in life. You know, right now I am working on some, music stuff. Um, I have like 30 tracks basically that I've worked on over the past few, really year and a half, two years now. And, um, finding ways to just get that stuff out there. Uh, I think I stopped myself quite a bit because I felt like everything had to have lyrics and singing and I'm just not that kind of person. Like I'm not, my voice is not terrible. If you, um, go to my SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com slash swing for the fences and look for the track. Um, my little tombstone, like, I feel like I sound pretty good on that track, but I also feel like it takes a while for me to like figure out how to make my voice good and write lyrics. And that stuff's really hard. Um, but I think there are other types of music that I'm making where I'm experimenting with stuff or playing around with different ideas where I can just take that track that I just created and put it through CD baby or distro kid and, get it out there into the world and just have people share it and use it. I made an album in 2005 called the whereabouts of Mr. KP where I um, put it out there. I put it out there probably like five years ago. And um, ever since then, uh, occasionally I'll get like a royalty check, like 20 bucks here and there. And I'm like, Oh, cool. An extra $20. Like that's rad. Um, Because somebody used it on YouTube or they bought the album Usually people in Europe like that album for some reason. (laughs) It's kind of like a trip hop experimental like samples album. It actually came about from a, um, when I was at Target once when I was younger and I saw a software program called Music Maker um, for Windows. And it was similar to GarageBand in a way now that I think about it, but it came with a ton of samples and... I just played with those samples and created an album, like, because I was a teenager and I had a ton of time, so I would be up all night and I I made that thing and I feel pretty proud of it, even to this day. Um, So now I've been working on, I have an album called, um, what did I call the album? Uh, 30 Days in June um, by Swing for the Fences, which is the name I operate under, for the pop punk stuff. And then actually part of it too is that I'm using my name, Christian Rivera, as a means to put my stuff out there, the instrumentals. So that kind of gives me like a separate little nugget, a little piece, a little platform to just kind of play and experiment and throw that stuff out there. Like I don't need to feel like it's super buttoned up. And that's another thing too about like kind of just doing stuff um, is not worrying too much about the quality because as long as you have the mindset that you're going to grow and continue to adapt and try something next time, um, then you'll always evolve, you know, Uh, evolving is not about getting the thing done right now. It's about 
taking what you've learned from this thing that you've just done and apply it to the next one. Uh, and that involves getting some stuff done, but also, you know, getting stuff done is about not being too hard on yourself because there are going to be days where you can't, there are going to be days where you're busy. Um, I think it might be a situation where I might be a little harder than my, on myself than a lot of other people are, but plenty of people are pretty tough on themselves. And I think we need to both reframe, like I said at the top of the show, reframe that aspect of allowing ourselves to appreciate that the little things that we do in our lives are a part of those goals, you know, getting up and showering and getting dressed and working out and getting something to eat and doing the dishes or whatever you have to do fits as things that are goals and, you know, count as something I did today. And that's okay. You know, it doesn't have to be a major accomplishment. A major accomplishment is often a, a, a culmination of a bunch of little things. So, you know, just you have to you have to really allow yourself to not feel bad about that. Uh, and it is up to you. I can't make you do anything. I can only kind of give you the idea or spark the thought in your brain that this is something that you have control over. But you do. I do. And I'm going to keep working at it. I took a walk today. I just made myself some pasta. I'm going to get myself some water because I need to drink more water. And I'm going to probably record another podcast today and just keep doing what I feel like doing. And, you know, listen to my body and listen to my brain when it's telling me that I'm feeling addicted to YouTubing or something and I need to do something else, then I need to stop and listen to it. Listen to what your body wants and your brain wants before any kind of neurotic thing, which is like, you know, getting the need to get stuff done. Listen to your instincts, listen to what you need from yourself, and then you can move on to the next thing. So I think that's, yeah, I think, I think that's a good way to, to wrap that up. So yeah, don't, don't be so tough on yourself. Allow yourself to, to move on, to move forward, to feel good about the things that you get done today. And you know, there's tomorrow. Um, I mean, there's not always tomorrow, but don't stress yourself today. Uh, for that reason, you should just find reasons to enjoy yourself and to be happy and be satisfied with today so that you can take tomorrow by storm as well. So don't sweat it. You'll be all right. You got this. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to Dopamine. I really appreciate it. If you thought this was a dope show, then you should wait until next week. But also, while you wait, you should go to iTunes and Stitcher and leave a positive review. Positive reviews help me to uh, fill up my dopamine tank. Otherwise, you can send your friends to dopamine.life to listen to the show or hi, my name is Christian.com to get the latest updates. I'll catch you later. Baby, I'm a fiend, I'm a fiend. Oh, you know you got me going off your dopamine. All I really need, all I need is for you to put me on to the recipe. Yeah. purple flowers, candy showers in the It's a my team, you got me going off your dopamine. Yeah, it's a my team, you got me going off your dopamine.